back to episode six of Big Blue Unfiltered. Uh, I'm here with uh, Brian. How's it going? And actually, I'm not here with Greg today. We have our special guest, uh, John. How are you doing, John? I'm doing very good tonight. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show today. I'm uh, really excited. We have Do dubbed wanna... him the uh, yeah. Rain Man of college players. Well, I wouldn't go quite that far, but you I definitely do, I do watch a few uh, fil- old film studies uh, and tapes in my day. You definitely know these no-name school guys way more than we do, though. Well, so yeah. we'll we're see. expecting we'll some good good content from you. Don't we'll, drop the goddamn ball. We'll, we'll work our way through it, and uh, we'll find some names tonight, some deep diamonds in the rough. I uh, I do feel like we should share with our fans um, John's condition. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> for him, he has been suffering from it his whole life. John, do you would you like to share on the air what you've been dealing with? Yes, I am dealing with just coming off of my team going to the Super Bowl this year. Yes, I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan. It's terminal. Go Birds. <laughs> so, uh, like with every episode, we're going to start with our Around the League. And we did have some big news this week. I don't want to dive in too much because next week or not next week we do have we're taking a hiatus next week we're all going on vacation oh, it'll yeah. be fun um the week after i think believe it's april 1st april 1st yeah we april will be Fools. completely reviewing free agency we're gonna have two full weeks of it um so what we're gonna do here is we're gonna obviously you know give you guys what happened but more of a surface level breakdown there was a lot there was a lot, a, a lot of movement a lot of movement a lot the first one that our uh, unpaid intern, Connor, put together for us was Mike McGlinchey to Denver. I think Sean Payton's going to turn that franchise around real quick. He better. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, he's got the pedigree and the experience. He's got the Super Bowl ring, but he's stepping into a quite the interesting situation there with Russell I, Wilson. I think I brought it up on, one, I think, our first podcast or one of our earlier ones. Uh, his career stats are just like Mike McCarthy's. Yes. And Mike McCarthy doesn't get nearly as much glory as Sean Payton gets. That is true. Um, I wonder if he takes away Russell Wilson's office. I I would (laughs) hope so. (laughs) Um, Big one that we were looking at, TJ Edwards. We wanted him, Brian. I know. Uh, John, what do you think about the TJ Edwards loss from your beloved Eagles? It's definitely going to hurt. I mean, the Eagles linebacking core the last few years has really been a weakness. And then within the last year or so, it turned into a quick strength. Uh, And that was largely in part to TJ Edwards being a real find undrafted free agent out of Wisconsin. And he just stepped up. He started on special teams and really, really made an impact they're going to have a tough time replacing him this year, and it was a really good fit for the Bears. Yeah, another good fit for the Bears, and another guy we wanted, <laughs> Jermaine Edmonds. God damn it. That was very disappointing. Um, yeah, the Bears just had money to piss away, and they have... Pissed it away. Uh, I would say they haven't been. Yeah. I think they've been smartly spending. I think they're going and getting quality players for good deals. Because who else did they, they... I think they got someone on offense, didn't they? A running back? Did they pick a running um, back? Did they bring in... Yeah, I think you're right. They let yeah. Montgomery go. Yeah, it was some running back. Yeah, I, I think you're. We'll, we'll review it next we'll episode. We'll go back. Yep. <laughs> we'll um, circle another back. Another Eagles guy that's leaving, Javon Hargrave. We weren't going to be able to afford him under any circumstance. He was oh, a great no. Eagle. It uh, just wasn't going to work with the cap, and uh, yep. he's going to a really good defense out there in San Francisco. That's going to be a scary team out there. That's a scary defensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Ramsey now with Miami. That's big. That is a big move for them. They they needed that guy. I mean, he, I think he's got one or two more years left in him of top play mm-hmm. before he kind of falls off a bit. I think so. 
I definitely think he's getting up there in age. And with corners, you never know. It's like somebody flicks the light switch. One yeah. year, you're elite in lockdown, and then, boom, just like that, yep. he might fall off a cliff. So they it's got, a big risk. They got a good one-two there now. Is yes. Ramsey oh. and uh, Howard. Howard? Yeah, yeah that's, it. Howard, that's yep. it. And then, I was thinking Javon Holland. they cut Holland. Byron Jones after he said? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't <laughs> play anymore. And then, oh, yeah, okay. okay, you're fired. <laughs> no, you're out the door. Get the uh, another here. defensive back on the move, Cameron Sutton went to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Great player from the Steelers mm-hmm. to a desperate team. They needed yeah. help on the back end for yeah. sure. Um, let's keep going. I'll save the big, big uh, well, quarterbacks. Well, we'll do Mike White. Mike White. Mike White, Ooh. the savior of the Jets franchise. An- another guy added to Miami. Is he going to take to his job when? Uh, I think so. When the inevitable <laughs> concussion occurs, after yeah, his uh, brain history. actually turns to soup. I've been saying he's been practicing falling. Keep an eye on <laughs> to it next year. Uh, Jimmy G to the Raiders. What do we think there? He's got weapons there. Yeah, that's a good move. He them. had a lot of weapons. But we'll get to the big one. But this we is always like a, finish up with It's Giants like a things. lateral move. I mean, they're saving a little bit of money with yeah. Carr versus Garoppolo, but I think they're sort of similar in play style. When he's healthy, he's shown he could win. So Absolutely. Um, a guy Greg had brought up, Connor McGovern. Yes. Or no, this was the wrong Connor McGovern, I believe. The, was this the Cowboys? This was McGovern? Cowboys Connor McGovern. Okay. Went to the Bills. Yes. I think he's an okay guard. Yeah. He's not going to light anything up, but solid move for the Bills. I was really hoping the Giants were going to get yes. a guard. Andrew Wiley. Wiley Commanders. Yeah. Yep. Uh, That's I, a big miss on that one, too. I like Wiley a lot. Yeah. And they and, the and they poached put, Gates. Yeah. Yep. I'm upset about that. So they added some some good linemen there. And grit. Uh, Jawan Taylor to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. That's the rich another. get richer. Yeah. And they just we were talking about this just before. Uh, they picked up Drew Tranquil. Well, you know, they let Orlando Brown go. They did. He went to. I think he went to the Bears. No, he went to the Bengals. Oh, Bengals. Wrong. Well, B. Joe Burrow finally Wrong gets B. his uh, <laughs> color. His good bookend tackle there. Oh yeah. yeah. Pat Peterson went to the Steelers, so they kind of replaced yeah. Sutton a little bit. Yeah. Um, the goat Sam Darnold is oh, now yeah. the 49ers' potential Week One starter. Is Could he be. the starter? Could is be. he the backup? Is he the third string? That's Purdy, a real wild card. Trey Lance. If Purdy is going to be ready in time. And same with Trey Lance. True. <laughs> Andre Dillard to the Titans. Ah, that's a former ah, Eagle. He's a guy, he just never, he was caught behind much better players. Yep. Uh, he was a former first-round pick coming from a pass-heavy ha- uh, offense there in college with Washington State. So he is a good pass protector in the Absolutely. league, but just never really got a shot. We'll see what he could do. Yeah. The Patriots got a weapon. They got <laughs> Juju. And they also let Yuck. go of their weapon. Jacoby Myers, he went to They them. also traded... Um, uh, Jonu. Yes. But they picked up Gesicki. They did. They Great did. So that they is did. a solid fit. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, I think Bill O'Brien's going to have that offense yeah. at least minimum league average next year. Bill O'Brien rec- recruited Gesicki yeah. out of New Jersey to yeah, go to Penn did. State. Um, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It's not done, but he said he wants to play for the Jets. They are working on a deal, and the Packers are the ones supposedly dragging their feet. And no one can see me, <laughs> but. I'm using air quotes. (laughs) So he says the delay is on the Packers. The Packers have the Jets by the balls. Because, you know, the Packers were the ones that went on a weekend retreat into the darkness and didn't (laughs) give anyone an answer. So it's on the Packers, totally. Oh, yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders, another Eagles loss to the Panthers. We are just racking up these losses for them. They did keep a couple guys. (laughs) I I am not concerned. (laughs) Miles Sanders was a good running back, and he fit into the system well. But as we've seen in the past, how he does not and will not pay running backs. So he'll he'll go on and have a great career there for the next few years down in Carolina. I think that's a good fit. 
But uh, the Eagles will replace him. From I don't within. even know if it's a Howie trend at this point. I, I think the league yeah. is showing they don't want to pay running backs. For sure. I think Zeke is the prime example. Yeah. Because now Zeke is gone. Saquon Dallas. should be counting his lucky stars Yeah, that they gave him that tag. I think he's still gone after. After this year, year, probably, yeah. 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 Um, where was I at on my list? Ah, Orlando Brown, we got Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard are back. We I love that. I liked the Shepard. Slayton, I'm. I was indifferent about losing it, <coughs> losing him or keeping him. Yeah, having him back, okay, whatever. Why I not? think it was they need they need wide receivers. So I think it was basically between Slayton and Richie James. I think so. And I'd rather take the guy you know has chemistry with Daniel Jones and in Slayton. They have similar guys already on the roster that are like Richie James and yes. like Wandale Shep. Yeah, um, either one of those two are healthy. They're the starting yeah, slot receiver. Yeah, so. Rit- Richie James, he was nice for a season. We didn't know who the fuck he was in yeah. week one. <laughs> and now he's Showed gone. some flashes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gardner Minshew is probably the Colts' week one starting quarterback. Could be. Could be. It's a scary thought. I mean, <laughs> he he has shown some flashes, but in those two games where he had to come in and fill in for Jalen Hurts, he did not look good with a great team around him. He had one good game. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. I, uh, <laughs> I think but I started him in that fantasy. Whole, that whole year in Jacksonville. I think I, I started think him in fantasy that quarterback one week. He's, he's your typical average NFL backup, and yeah, uh, yeah. let's see if he gets his shot here. Um, the big news. Well, John, any more Eagles news that we missed? I know Slay is back. Bradbury's back. We yeah, Slay was weird. That was said a he was very gonna, weird situation. Okay, we'll trade you. Okay, we're just gonna cut you. Oh wait, do you want to come back? Yeah, here's an extension. <laughs> they were out, they were trying to out hardball each other, and at the end of the day, Howie's <laughs> always gonna win that. So I was a little worried there for a second. I would rather have Slay than Bradbury, to be honest. Uh, what were your words in the group chat about James Bradbury? He's gonna sign a big contract somewhere else and continue to fucking suck. I did not say he was going to <laughs> suck. I just had the feeling that based on what we've seen with him, I I could see him getting a large contract and then kind of mailing it in and not playing like he just did in a contract year, but. As long as he's staying with the Eagles as a two, I think he'll continue to succeed. And then also Eagles signing Greedy Williams as well today. I saw that. Uh, another good corner depth, some nickel. Pick, he was, right? he was yeah. a couple years ago, had some injuries, but perfect guy. He's not going to be thrown into the spotlight, but could play some big minutes. I quote, fuck Bradbury. He's going to sign a major deal and suck again. That is from you. He wasn't exactly <laughs> the best. He was an average giant, but he did not play up to that contract. Average with you guys. giant. He was good. Eh. I mean, I think it's more of a product of your entire defense sucked when he was there, but we, yeah, well, he, we had a solid defense with him. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of defense on the Giants, yes. Bobby Okariki, 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 Okariki. It's early in the uh, offseason. Okariki, still learning. <laughs> but I love the addition. I think he's the probably the best linebacker we've had since Antonio Pierce. On paper. On paper. I mean, paper. Blake Martinez is <laughs> very good, but yeah. He was a one-dimensional linebacker. Yeah, he was just a tackler. Good old-fashioned run stopper in the middle. Yeah, yeah. whereas Okereke can do that while mm-hmm. also being decent in coverage. Yeah, yeah. In today's I mean, NFL, you got to cover. Yes. I'm, I'm excited to have him. I, he was like the third best option out of the three and then the because the Bears had yeah. to go get both of the top two guys. Bears with all <laughs> that money. Just had to do it. But the big news of the week... The Giants got a weapon. Oh, yes. We got a weapon. Oh, yes, Daniel we did. Jones finally has someone to pass <laughs> to that's not Daniel Bellinger, Darius Slayton, or Isaiah Hodgins. Or Richie James. And that is Darren Waller, tight end from the Oakland Raiders. Big, What are big, our thoughts? Big, 
big get. Perfect get. It, I yeah, love it fits it. perfectly. I love it. And they essentially traded Kadarius Tony yeah. for Darren Waller. I'd take that any day. Yeah. I saw a breakdown on Twitter of Gettleman trading back after the Eagles jumped us for Smith mm-hmm. resulted in Bellinger, Waller, um, another guy that's like starting for us out of the fourth round or something. Okay. And a sixth. That's incredible. Yeah. So I'll take it. Like low key Gettleman had some very good moves. Like he his I think his last two drafts that he did nailed it. He did. He yeah. really did. He set the foundation. We uh we went through that what, two weeks ago? Just I think so. Bullshitting yeah. around. Yeah. I think we found that the only reason we are in this position is because of Dave Gettleman. Sure, his big mistakes are he the reason he's gone. In free agency. They overshadowed where his draft classes are and his the rest of the team, but mm-hmm. his current players that he drafted, I mean, when was the last time the Giants signed a, a, a couple picks to a second contract? Exactly. They were now going to sign Daniel Jones. Sa- Saquon technically got a second contract. Yeah. Dexter Lawrence is going to get another contract. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Andrew Thomas is going to get another contract. McKinney. Xavier McKinney's going to get another contract. Yep. Evan Neal will likely get another contract. It's too early to tell, but yeah, likely. But those are all guys that he drafted. Yeah. And I think he drafted Slayton. Yes, he did. So that's yeah. another guy. And he was a, I think, a sixth round pick or something Fifth. like that. Fifth? Yeah. Late round. So, Day three guys. Um, but w- I am so excited for Waller. Yes. The, the thing is, he's got to stay healthy. But he, I, so I looked at, I saw this graphic and it yeah. said. It's it one com- of those injury histories where it's like Aaron Judge. Yeah. Where it's like he misses a ton of games, but that one injury was the broken ribs from the mm-hmm. year before that the medical team messed up. Yeah. And then the other one was when he broke his wrist getting hit by a pitch. Yeah. So it's not a totally accurate. It's fluke injuries. Yeah. So the graphic, it said, I think it was since 2019 or 2020, something like that. Uh, the amount of games each of these four tight ends played. Yeah. Darren, Darren Waller had roughly, if not the same, amount of games played compared to Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kittle. I saw, Kittle. I remember this graphic. And there was one more. Goddard. Goddard, yeah. yeah. So all four of those so, tight ends have basically played the same amount of games in the past five years. Yeah. So just stay healthy. Yeah. And it's a great get, and especially having Bellinger as the number two. Exactly. Those I think allows him to continue to develop there, too, and yeah. A, yeah. learn a thing or two from a great Bellinger's tight end. Bellinger's going to be open and you a can lot kinda hi- You can hide your weaknesses in wide receiver by running those two tight ends. And I still think now. they go get a wide receiver. They're supposedly oh, active so. right now. I don't know who it's going to be or if anyone, but. I want me, Cole. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want him. I, I like him. I always thought they just he was so underused in uh, Kansas City. Yeah, but for a reason. Well, he's he was behind Tyreek. And where was he last year? He got hurt. So <laughs> I think but he'd be he, very repetitive for you guys. Is one of those two, maybe a good three. Yeah, like yeah. he just doesn't we pop off a, the page. Yeah, we already have the a depth chart full of yeah. those guys. Let's. Oh, and Paris Campbell, they got. He had a decent year last year, yeah. But I'm not expecting any more than that. No, I'm not. Give us 600 yards, 50 catches, a couple touchdowns. That's perfect. Because there was some hype, I think, in his rookie year, wasn't there? I think he was supposed to be. He's he's a burner. He's got a lot of speed on him. Like a four three five or something, or did when he was a rookie. So I mean, there's upside. But you know, there was a ton more moves. Um, We will get to all of them next episode. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're going to finish our draft mocks. We're going to do rounds five, six, and seven today. Mm-hmm. We're going to do one player for each pick. We're not going to you know, bore you with five different guys in the <laughs> sixth round. So 
I think we'll uh, we'll let our special guest start us off today. John, the Giants have two picks in the fifth round. If you and we wanted you to look at BPA, yeah, we didn't tell you to look at Giants guys, but who's your BPA in the fifth round? Now, if he gets to the fifth round, because I've seen him going a little bit in the fourth in some recent mocks, but he's a guy who's been falling in my mind, and that's a wide receiver, and it's a, a guy. Princeton guy? It's not. Oh. It's not. I do oh. like him as well. It's Rakeem Jarrett from Maryland. Um, smaller guy. He's listed at six foot, probably a tad under that, honestly. But again, like a Paris Campbell, he is a real burner. Speed guy. Four, just ran a 4-4. Four, four. I've seen a lot of knocks on him uh, about his running, route running ability, maybe making that big catch downfield. But I think that overall athlete, jet sweeps, stuff like that. I saw him live a couple times against Rutgers and some other teams. And before he got hurt two years ago, I would have said he was a first-round talent. He just really Ooh. popped off the field. Uh, wasn't on the best Maryland team, former five-star guy, so he has that pedigree. But if he's there in that fifth round, I think he's a perfect get for any team looking for that speedy slot guy. I mean, that's the modern NFL at this point. Yeah. Yep. It's separation over, yeah. over size They don't need now. size anymore because corners are only 5'11". So yeah. if your corner's 5'11", you can deal with a 5'9 receiver. Exactly. Because if he's faster than the corner, he's going to get open anyway. Yeah. Uh, Brian, so you and me, we did Giants picks. Yes. Yes, we did. So we're looking at late fifth here. Mm-hmm. Who is your first guy? Uh, so I have a guy I think we, we touched on briefly in our Combine episode, uh, Riley Moss, mm-hmm. uh, cornerback from Iowa, 6'1", 193, a senior. Uh, I'll throw in his uh, Combine stats again. He did his uh, 40... In 4.45, vertical 39 inches, and his broad jump 10.7. He's had 38 starts since 2018 for Iowa. So he's got some experience. Uh, In high school, he played D-back and wide receiver, Mm -hmm. and he also ran track and field. I know they were projecting him more towards safety in the NFL. Yeah, I I think so, because I was doing the the research on him, and it did actually... Looking at my paper, <laughs> could be a fit at safety. I can't read that far away. But uh, he's he's got great instinctive ball skills. Uh, he's probably better in like a zone defense, so probably yeah. why he would be better at safety. And he's but he's pretty physical against the run. So really, he does sound like a pretty good safety. And that's that's good because um, another chunk of news we left out: uh, Julian Love is in Seattle now. Oh yeah. So we do need a safety. Yes, yes, we do. Because I don't know if we fully trust Dane Belton yet. Not yet, not yet. But you know, if Brian Branch is there, Brian, Brian Branch, Brian, Brian Branch, Brian Branch, we well, um, have a, a safety coming your way in a couple of picks. <laughs> <so> stay <laughs> tuned. Um, but he's an inconsistent tackler. His length is just average. But yeah, and he could have trouble matching routes because he's not okay. Twitchy. So, yeah, it I sounds like he'll translate so, to safety. But I think he's a good get. Oh. Iowa always pumps out like some. I like I liked him at the combine. He looked good. Yeah, he's keeping up with everyone else. Yeah, um, I took Nick Broker out of Ole Miss. He's a guard slash tackle. He's a little versatile out there. Ooh, he's six five three fifteen, so he's a big boy. Uh, he's a senior. He was a three year starter. He played left tackle for the past two years, then moved to left guard this season. Mm. So he's comfortable inside and out. Um, he's played forty games and has never missed a start. That's, that's key. That's Never big. been injured. That's big. Uh, he's two-time All-SEC, so kid's talented. Yeah. Um, but I, I, he's just not a 
super athletic guy. Yeah. Like he's got plus lateral movement. He's a good zone blocker. Mm-hmm. And he's got quick feet, but he's just probably in the NFL, just a guy. Yeah. But if you're taking a guy in the fifth round, you want to take a project guard like that, big size, who's got quick feet, you can teach. You're looking for like depth in these rounds. You're, yeah. And yeah. maybe you find like a home run in a pick. Yeah. His biggest knocks were um, he just kind of anchors in pass protection. So if he kind of gets his hands on a guy, he'll just sit there. And yeah. any good D tackle will absolutely blow you up. <laughs> if you're looking at any lineman here, even the fourth to the seventh round, yeah. I mean, you're most of these guys are pretty interchangeable. I have quite a few guys on my list here who are the not not elite at any one given thing, but yeah. they just were starters in college at good teams, and they stayed healthy and played well. And yep. if you can get a good backup in the NFL out of that, that's fine. Yeah, yep. you're looking for the guy that can play two. Maybe three positions on the mm-hmm. line, and that's key. He'll play play for you for four years, and jump in and be average at best. In Good a, enough in case of injury. Good enough. So, second guy for you, John. Now here's a local product. Oh, uh, I might have your safety here. A um, little bit of a tweener guy though. That's Ronnie Hickman out of Ohio State. Now a little local, but that's super <laughs> local. Well. <laughs> Funny you say that. He grew up in North Jersey, went to DePaul High School, where he was a highly rated lacrosse recruit. So I like that athleticism there. But going to Ohio State, he did have some injuries. Uh, his size is a little concerning. He's only about 6'1", 205. But he hits hard, and he's got that athlete mentality, and he's really good at coming up in the box and stopping the run. Does he have that dog in him? I, I would say he has that dog in him. He's an aggressive downhill safety. Uh, he's a physically-minded player. He's a good tackler. I think he's that perfect plus-one-in-the-box guy to help out the linebackers from above, which I think is something you guys are kind of missing right now. Uh, maybe have been missing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. the best cover guy or speed guy, but he's got that athleticism you can't teach. Uh, reminds me a little bit of Landon Collins. Mm. We like that. Yeah, we, we do. We love Landon. Yeah. I think I have a few of those like tweener guys in this You got round. one for us right now? Um, do I? No, I don't. Next I, round? Yeah. All right. Next who's, your, who's your fifth round guy? Um, your so set, oh, we have two fifth round picks. Yes, I know. So who's, our, who's your second one? My second one? Well, I had a second one. Uh, so I made my list on Tuesday, and that's when we got the big news of... Darren Waller getting traded. So you had to cross, so, his, cross so his name I, out. So I scribbled out very hard. I had Zach Coons from Old Dominion. Uh, but 10 minutes later, I found out the Giants got Darren Waller. So I said, no thanks. We don't need him anymore. <laughs> nope. Uh, so instead, I went with Zach Pickens, D-tackle from South Carolina. Go, go Cox. Go Cox. 6'4", 291, and a senior. Uh, at the combine, he did the 40 and 489 vert. Uh, was 30 and a half, which was fourth among the D tackles. Uh, the broad jump was 9-8, which tied for first from the D tackles. He's got some, some good burst yeah. for a D tackle. Three cones, 7-4-5, and the shuttle was 4-6-2. Um, he's a former five-star recruit, and while he was playing in South Carolina, he shared time as a starter, so it seems like a rotational guy. Most, uh, most college D tackles are yeah, like Unless they're totally like dominant. Yeah. Yeah. But what I like about this guy is he can play all over the defensive line. Okay. Like he can line up inside, line up on the edge. Um, and he's got big size, he's powerful, and he's athletic. You're just looking for like these athletic yeah, type of guys in, in this late round. And he, his hand speed is quick. 
quick. He's, he's a guy I have on the Eagles board big time. Yeah. I think he would fit in their rotation very well. Yeah, so he's qu- quick with his hands right off right off the get-go. Uh, wins quickly, uh, and he's good with his first move. So I think you can see where I'm trying to go with his yes. weaknesses. If he doesn't get past him, yep. he's not getting past him. No, he's, he's a run stuffer. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's a great. He's great in the run, and if he doesn't get past you on that first move, he's getting stuck there. That, I mean, that's but, what we need though, because we had a bad run defense. Oh last yeah. Year. Oh yeah. And it got worse late in games because Leo and Dex just played the whole game. Mm-hmm. And no matter how good a shape those guys are, you can't let these two fat guys just play all game. They'll get gassed. They yeah. were, they did find a way to always make Boston Scott look like Marshall Falk. So I don't ever want you to him. say his name fuck on him. this podcast ever again. <laughs> He's is, back. He is the devil. He is an enemy of the pod. He's back. Boston Scott is the devil, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> so um, I'm going to steal the guy that you had, John, in the yes, sixth round love this as uh, punishment for crossing us. Uh, this is Habakkuk Baldonado. What? Habakkuk Baldonado. Bless you. <laughs> Edge rusher from Pitt. Okay. He's 6'4", 250. Mm-hmm. So he's a good size. He's a redshirt senior from Rome. Like Italy? Italy. Not New York. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, Rome, Italy. Uh, he played three years of high school football in Rome, Italy. Wow. Before coming to uh, a school in Florida. They play football in Italy? I Italy? guess so. Oh, my God. It's one year oh of God, high Bagul. school. I believe it was in Florida. 30 and a half sacks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Pitt offered him a deal, um, and he's just been a solid player for them. I mean, nothing crazy. He's mm-hmm. a later-round guy, but he's got explosiveness, and he can move side to side very well. Um, he's got to get a little lower with his pads. Yeah. Uh, he needs to improve in the run game, and... I can't read my own handwriting right now, <laughs> but he's a project guy. He's yeah. an athlete that needs yeah. technical work. Yeah. Pretty much everything you said is what I had on him. I mean, you're not drafting a run stopper here. This guy is going to be that situational pass rusher. Uh, he was very streaky at Pitt. It was kind of weird looking at his numbers. His freshman year, he had five sacks and 23 pressures as a true freshman. Basically did nothing his sophomore year. Blew up for 11 sacks his junior year and then dipped back to two last year. So Jeez. if he's getting Last to the quarterback, one. it's working. But if not, he doesn't bring much value. But that freak athleticism and powerful hands are there with that speed. You got to take a project like that. Yeah. I could see his senior year making sense because he had a good junior year. And then was maybe he also like kind of zoning with, in on him, double doubling him. So his numbers might go down. Wasn't he lining up with uh, Cancy or Clancy or whatever? Yeah. Cancy, yeah. So yeah. Cancy, if he if he's getting the double work and yeah. Cancy's up the middle with one guy. Yeah. Um, but I figured out what I wrote. Oh, nice. Wrote, Average motor when the play is away from him. So, oh, so he gives up. Yeah. Bum. Not necessarily gives up, but he kind of just plays. He didn't get to the quarterback, so <laughs> yeah. his, his job's but done. Yeah. It's a run play. Yeah, the other, whatever. Yeah, a run play the other way, he's not going to run the guy down from behind. I guess he's just conserving energy. It's, it's smart. It's a smart yeah. play. Yeah. he's. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you only have a certain amount of heartbeats in your life, according to Donald Trump. So he doesn't want to waste them. <laughs> Um, oh. Round six. So the Giants have one sixth-round pick. So we're each going to go one sixth-round guy. Uh, John, who's your BPA in the sixth round? So I would be doing myself a disservice if I did not honor the great Greg Rommel here with a big hog molly up front. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I'm stepping in for Is Greg. He a guy? He's a guy. <laughs> uh, 
Juice Scruggs. Oh, oh yes. Man. So he was a center this year at Penn State, played a little guard, so he does have that versatility. Uh, he's even as a pass blocker and a run block guy, another one of those linemen where he's not elite at anything, but he's low ceiling, high floor. Uh, you don't notice him much, which I guess is a good thing for an offensive lineman. Uh, I see him more as a guard in the NFL, but he does have that flexibility to play center. Maybe he's that swing guy who could play a couple different positions. Uh, he gets off the snap with good pad level, uh, but I think his versatility might carve him out a career at the next level. Yeah, these those are the kind of guys that we see right now as fifth, sixth-round guys, but mm-hmm. a team will take them in the fourth if they're athletic and play multiple yeah. positions. It's, it's, it's a crapshoot. A lot of these guys, if, if, if one team likes something they see or has a good interview with somebody, you could see a sixth-round pick jump up to the third or yeah. vice versa. Some guy just starts falling. Yep. It's all team-dependent. Yeah, it really that's, is. It's crazy what these guys see that we don't with all their one-on-one interviews and even workouts. But mm-hmm. I like it. I like that guy. So with my pick in the sec- sixth round, I think my whole – Day three draft is all defense. I stayed away from offensive line. I don't know how to evaluate them, especially this late. It's tough not having Greg here. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we just let him take care of the offensive line. You do it. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, I have a Rutgers boy. Oh boy, John. John knows all about him. He's he'll fill he'll fill in just for. Say the name, and John will do the work. <laughs> I, I want to do my own work okay. here. Okay, he can pick up where right. <laughs> what I forget. Uh, Christian Izian, safety, 5'10", 201, senior or redshirt senior? I don't know. At this point, I hardly even know. He was there for a while in the program, the COVID redshirt, regular redshirt. He was there for quite a while. Yeah, he played five seasons for the team. Uh, but he's a run-stopping safety. Uh, loves to play in the box. Uh, very good tack- Very good tackler. 303 tack- tackles in his five seasons playing there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, he says he tries to model his game after Buddha Baker. That's a good guy to model your game after. Yeah. Now just be him. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> nice. Draft Buddha Baker in uh, the sixth round. Yeah. <laughs> so he needs to improve his coverage skills because uh, it really seems like he just wants to play like that hybrid linebacker type of guy. That's good. Um, and, and but it he works d- for us because yeah. McKinney is a free safety, so we need that strong safety to replace yeah. Love. Uh, he was all right at covering tight ends from the nickel, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he pretty much hit the nail on the head with a lot of your assessment yeah. with him. He's another one of those tweener guys. He's he's a linebacker who's not big enough to be linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's great up in the box. He, a lot of those high tackle numbers may or may not have been a uh, product of playing on some really poor Rutgers teams. Really, where, really, really, really poor Rutgers really teams. Bad. Why did we uh, even hire Shiano if he's still only going to win four games? Yeah, <laughs> the, the progress is coming. But now, Izian, to be quite honest with you, I mean, this is where you take guys like this, but mm-hmm. I don't see him having a long-term NFL career yeah. unless he really becomes that special teams guy because yeah. he's got a lot of heart. He's a hustler. Yep, there you go. That's what I put on there. He's, he's, he's He is a hustler. <laughs> he is a very big heart guy and head guy, and he'll he'll make up for his deficiencies with those things. Yeah. So Because he played Gunner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a so little bit, I, I think. He played a little bit on special teams. Uh, I definitely played a lot of special teams earlier in his career at Rutgers. Yeah. But um, overall, he's another one of those tween guys. Yeah, and we're going to need a safety now. Yeah, so uh, we also need depth in the defensive backfield anyway. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we do. Even if we bring in another starter somewhere else, I yeah. still wouldn't mind taking him. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I'm going to drop a big name here oh, with my sixth round pick. Boy. Stetson Bennett. Oh, boy. I believe his Ooh. combine may have boosted him up a little bit. I think so. But I could still see him going in the sixth round. Did that uh, negate the public intoxication charge? Or uh, oh yes, absolutely. I, don't think I still think really he's a piece. Of, I, know, I still think he's a piece of shit. Jalen uh, Carter just like let a guy die because he like didn't stop him from speeding, and he's still going to go top ten. Yeah, yeah Willie. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think someone's. Gonna he's take a first a round pick either way. Yeah. Um, but Stetson Bennett. We all saw the combine highlights. The oh yeah. Dude he balled out. Deep ball. Yeah, he balled out. But I think, you know, Tyrod's only here for how much longer? A year? One more season. Yeah. So we're going to need a backup, potentially a guy that, you know, maybe he can step in if Jones does prove what John thinks about him. <laughs> um, He's a good average NFL quarterback. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't mind Bennett late. Um, I, I like it. He can like move, it. so he fits in the offensive mm-hmm. scheme. And the dude's got balls. Yeah, I like that. He's not a shy quarterback. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of swagger. Yeah, and he's um, not afraid to show it. He's just inconsistent, and you know, he played on a great Georgia team. Yeah. So if you draft him to be your day one starter in the NFL, like you're screwed. Mm-hmm. But let him sit for two years behind someone, and maybe he's a great six round guy. Yeah, I like him. Um, so that was the sixth round. We know that the Giants have three seventh round picks. Mm-hmm. So John. Ooh, Give I us got, a guy in the seventh. I got some names here. So uh, first off, I'll start off with I'll go right back to the line, right back up front, right in the middle again. Ahufido Maka. So one more time. Ahufido Maka. Say it's, it ten times fast. I will not. This is just <laughs> so, an all name. Yes. Draft. So, so if you recognize, ready if, for your guy. Oh yeah. If you do recognize that name, which you probably don't, uh, it's because he came from a JUCO college initially and was on Last Chance U. Uh, after that, he wound up at the University of Texas, San Antonio. Great interior size, 6'3", 330. Two-time second-team All-Conference USA, and last year first-team All-Conference USA on an electric offense that was ranked ninth in the country. He had a 98.2% pass block efficiency rating. Okay. I could see this being a real late-round steal and a plug-and-play guy at Garter Center. On any team. It sounds like it. He sounds like a guy that even if he's a depth guy, give him a year or two to learn the NFL yeah, absolutely. and play against the big guys and now, might be able to figure it out. Now, John, how many times did you bet on Texas San Antonio? Maybe once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> bet the overs on them. You were hitting. <laughs> That's what we like. Always uh, bet the over. Well, we're sticking with names. And boy, do I have one. Give it to me. Linebacker. From, from where? From Arkansas. What's his name? Bumper pool. Bumper pool. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm not kidding. His name is Bumper Pool. Uh, 6'2", 232, and he's a senior. I honestly really just chose him because of the name. I had to. I had don't to, think he's a terrible player. Either, he's not though. bad, but he's really going to be a special teams guy. I've heard of him for a number of years just because I would always see his name on those like all NCAA name teams. Yeah. But I don't know much about him other than he was at Arkansas. If you Google Bumper Pool, <laughs> yeah. he's the second Option behind bumper behind pool. Actual, behind actual bumper pool. Yeah. Creative parents. <laughs> it, oh, his, it's not even a nickname. His no, name is Bumper name. James Morris Pool. That's Let, great. Wait, let's make his middle name James. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, he was second team All SEC in twenty and twenty one. Uh, he played golf, wrestled, did track and field, and football all in high school. 
Athlete. Played golf. Athlete. We need that on the Pro Bowl. I know, I know. Um, he also played Wildcat QB in high school, along with playing defense. Uh, but he's a good tackler. 320 tackles, 20 and a half for loss the last three seasons. So the guy yeah. tackles. Those tackles. Arkansas linebackers seem to be a pretty good group coming out. I know. He's got a high motor, and he would be perfect for, like, kick coverages. Oh, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just go. Yep. We're looking for those special teams yeah. guys here. Yeah, you're in the yeah. sixth yeah. round. you got to yeah. be able to contribute somehow. Yep. Yeah, but, if you're not playing at all in the sixth round as a linebacker or a safety, yeah. you're not going to be on the team next year. Yeah. So he's not great in pass coverage, and he's not great at getting off the blocks. So he's just he's just running like Bobby Boucher. He's a body. <laughs> just go get the just quarterback. downhill. Yeah. 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 But love the name. I, I have a, a linebacker like that uh, later on, I believe. I do. Uh, but I'll get to him. My next pick is Chris Rodriguez. Mm. Running back from Kentucky. Okay. Um, this is not a Saquon Barkley replacement. This is a potential Saquon Barkley compliment. Well, I hope so because it's the seventh round. Well, well you, never <laughs> know. you never know with running backs. That's true. And, I mean, your scouting is just on point. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But this kid's six foot, like 220. He's a big guy. Uh, he ran a four five five forty. So he's not amazingly fast. Yeah. But he's not slow. Is he shifty? No. Oh. <laughs> this dude is a power runner. Oh, big okay. time power back. He is a great pass blocker. So if it's third down, you want to put Barkley out wide, you can bring this kid back and mm. maybe, you know, pass block be an yeah. option out of the backfield. Um, he makes defenders know that he's hitting them. Like imagine Brandon Jacobs without the cutting ability. Well, imagine 36 year old Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> That's basically what this kid is. Jesus. He's just going to fall forward for two and a half yards every play. A bowling ball. A yeah. literally. Literal bowling ball. Yeah, the kid, he runs hard. Oh, my God. I mean, he's be a great <laughs> third running back. Yeah. I, I, a guy like that I'd love in the sixth or seventh round. Uh, John. Okay. Second pick in the seventh. We're going to stay right there in that same room, and I'm think, right along the same line of thinking we're going with a power back. What if I told you one of the best running backs and most prolific scorers in the history of the Big Ten was available at this pick. Mohammed Ibrahim. Mohammed Ibrahim. <laughs> I mean, we know why he's here. He had. He from? Um, he's from Minnesota. He was a Minnesota running Minnesota, back. Minnesota. Eh? One of the best running backs in Big Ten history, numbers wise. And you might be thinking, why is he all the way here? There's a couple drawbacks. For being a quote unquote power back, he is a lot on the smaller side. Mm-hmm. But he he always is great in and around the goal line. And another big drawback, though, is he had an enormous workload at Minnesota. He was their team. And they had a good good squad the last few decent. years. Um, With the former Rutgers coach. Yes, yeah. exactly, P.J. Fleck. But he's not going to be an elite running back in the NFL. But, again, in this seventh round, could he be that guy who plays a little special teams, is in on those goal line sets? Yeah. He is great at just getting those pads low, and he is hard to tackle. Yeah, just a, with just like a, 200 yards and yeah, five touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. I think I brought him up on uh, last week talking about the combine. I think he might have. Yeah, he looked really good. Like his cuts were pretty sharp. His cuts are good, which is good considering he's coming off a major leg injury mm-hmm. um, going back a year ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he just—I've always enjoyed watching him and play. He's torch truckers, but who hasn't? Um, just <laughs> he, you know who he really—you know who re- he really yeah. reminds me of. Uh, 
Jarrett Patterson, uh, if you know the name. Why is he not on a team? I know. He is that same fantasy championship. He is that same running back in that style. He's a smaller power back who had stupid numbers in college who will be that third or fourth running back on a roster. And Jarrett Patterson, this is my endorsement. I love him. I think he should (laughs) absolutely be on a team. It's absolutely (laughs) disgraceful that he's not on a team. He showed out when he got reps with Washington. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. But either way. Bizarre. Brian, seventh round pick, pick number two. So I have another safety. Oh. I'm just throwing darts at a dartboard and see what's, <laughs> what sticks here. Uh, Jason Taylor the second, not oh. not not the Dolphins guy. Oh, it's a different Jason <laughs> it's, Taylor. It's a diff- different Jason Taylor. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State, six foot, 204. He's a redshirt senior. Decent size. Uh, at the combine, he ran the 40 four, in a 4'5". Okay. Uh, vertical was forty three inches, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and his broad jump was ten nine. So, yeah, pretty good athletic. Have a little bit of potential there. Yeah. Uh, he was a three star recruit, and he played defensive back and wide receiver in high school. Uh, he was an honorable mention All Big Twelve in twenty one, uh, and in twenty two he had ninety nine tackles and six ints. Hmm. Uh, good numbers. Yeah, but he's very good in run defense. He's another guy that's. Likes I'm to sensing a theme here. He fills a need. Yeah, and and would probably be good on special teams. That's literally the next bullet point I had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and he likes to play in the box. Uh, his range is not great, however, and he bites a lot on the QBs looking him off. He just falls for it. So, uh, and he misses tackles. And he's slow in coverage. <laughs> You're describing the perfect secondary player. <laughs> so he's just a great. He has fun out there. Yeah, he just goes out there and tr- does tries to do things. I don't. I don't know, but I guess he'd be perfect for special teams. Yeah, it, it seems like we have, like John said, a theme going here. I mean, you brought up a linebacker that just plays downhill. Yeah. Now I will be bringing up a linebacker that plays downhill and oh, will yes. likely end up as a special teamer. This is a um, SEC pedigree. Anfernee Orgy. I believe it's Orgy. Or, orgy? Orgy. Or, or it's O-R-J-I. Orgy sounds more fun. Yes. Anf- <laughs> Anfernee Orgy. Uh, he's 6'1", 230, senior out of Vanderbilt. Uh, he was a three-year starter there, so, mm. I mean, he's no slouch. He was the team captain. Another guy plays downhill, yep. good against line. Um, he's got good bend to him, so he can rush the passer a little bit. Yeah. He's good at reading running back angles, but mm-hmm. if he doesn't get there, he's beat. Yeah. Um, he misses a lot of tackles as well, which you don't want to see out of a linebacker. Right? You could deal with it out of a safety. This seems like a common theme, though. In, That's why in they're this going later to the seventh round. Here. I guess so. But he's just not He's not good at coverage. I mean, you these linebackers you're getting now are either undersized guys who are basically safeties playing linebacker yeah, or uh, defensive ends playing linebacker who don't know how to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. So another guy, special teamer, fills a role. Mm-hmm. Could rotate in and out on third down. I'd take him. I like him. Yeah. Seems like a solid get. We got one more pick left. Third pick in the seventh for, round. For each of us. For each of us. There you go. So for my uh, final pick of the seventh round, I'm going with a guy who's a local product. I'm going back to the New Jersey oh, well yes. here. So wide receiver, Justin Shorter, Florida. I think I've heard of him. So you might have heard of him because he was a prolific five-star recruit at a South Brunswick high school. Uh, initially committed and played his first few seasons at Penn State, but he just never really put it together. 
he got to Florida and then this year had an awesome quarterback. He finally started to break out, had 577 yards this year with Richardson. He's a bigger bodied guy, uh, great route runner, albeit a limited route tree. He's not exactly a burner. Mm. But he's 6'4", 230 as a wide receiver. Oh, my God. So he's he's not going to be one of those special <laughs> teams. Or you're really taking a chance I, on I him I'm here. I think I'm smelling Does he have any sort of speed? No, nah, not, not the best Kenny speed. So I think it's I'm smelling Kenny, a tight end here. Yeah. He's going to be one of those in-between. <laughs> yeah, a tight end wide receiver type. He's going to be a red zone target. Mm-hmm. He has a wingspan in the 98th percentile, okay, and yeah. he just knows how to go up and get that ball. He's going to be one of those guys who's your fifth wide receiver on the depth chart, but will have 12 catches on the year for 150 yards and Three or four touchdowns, yeah. just I, getting those red zone I have targets. One question: Did yes. he play basketball in high school? I do not know, but <laughs> sure I would assume. Like he I would <laughs> assume he was running up and down the court at South Brunswick. <laughs> but oh. I mean, I think you nailed it with his future in the NFL. Like you said, twelve to fifteen catches, yeah, hundred fifty yards, and like five six touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, looking at the tape again, like. He didn't have the best route tree, but what he did, he ran very proficiently. Yeah. And as long as you know how to run those good little fades in the end zone and can do them with that size, yep. you can Get contribute. Separation. You yeah. take him. You take him as your seventh round guy. You move him to tight end, and maybe in his second or third year, he starts getting some mm-hmm. consistent reps in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So, my last pick. Your last pick. Exciting player that we googled after our recording last pod. Uh, we Googled oh, Shepard. Yes. We Googled the College of Shepard, which led Ian down to was, a deep dive on the fantastic. Colorado School of Mines. Uh, let, me, let me give everyone a little <laughs> bit of background here. Um, this I, sounds like a John school. I, I did not know anything about it until you guys mentioned it. So I am a, I'm into rocks. That is my job, rocks and dirt and concrete. Um, so if I knew out of high school that this school existed... I would have 100% been there, and I would have been carrying that 10-pound rock up that hill, <laughs> which is one of their traditions. They also have a tradition where you have to pull have to pull a mine cart. I think it's seven miles down like Main Street <laughs> in the local town. Their logo is a burro. A burro. A burro. Blaster the burro. Oh, what a name. And he's got dynamite in his mouth. Blaster? Oh, yeah. yeah a oh, lit wow. stick of dynamite in his oh, mouth. Yeah. And the it's they have a minor too, but I don't care about him. I care about the donkey. <laughs> donkey. The donkey that has a lit explosive in his mouth. Big blaster of the burrow guy. Yes. And they but they're only they only offer STEM majors. Okay. They it's all STEM unless you go for economics. So if you want to go there for mining money. Anything else other than mining or I think they're associated with NASA. Like NASA gives them a lot of funding, but hmm. I was looking at their fanatics page. I was thinking about buying a T-shirt. <laughs> this sounds like a front for NASA. Some it might, it might some be deep things going he, on. He this would, is where NASA brought the Germans over and he, put them in for. <laughs> that's but the Colorado School of Mines. Look it up. It is a fantastic program. I fully endorse the school, and I may or may not be adding Colorado School of Mines merch to my wardrobe <laughs> with he, Blaster the Burro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rock a blaster of the Burrow hat. Like, no doubt. Oh my god. But okay. Anyway, so back break, to off let's, track. Let's get let's back. go back to the school that the Colorado School of Mines beat. Yes. The Colorado School of Mines beat them at football. Yes. By like forty. Wow. Yeah. But this quarterback, let me tell you, Tyson Bagent from Shepard. Bajent. 
pageant pageant. I don't care. They specified at the combine. Whatever. His, well, his you're ignorant, John. You might like this. His father is a world arm wrestling champion. Oh, I love it already. <laughs> this conference is elite. Just, just get ready to listen to what he did in college. You've never heard of him. What right? conference do they even play in? It's Whatever Division Greg Two. Played in. Yeah. Okay. Shepard played Bloomsburg. Oh, all yeah. Right, all right. But Greg never played the Colorado School of Arts. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Very much a shame. Uh, anyway, six three two thirteen. Uh, threw very great at the combine. He's got a cannon. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't does. have a lot of touch. I, I can't say I've seen any film on this guy whatsoever. If you so. watched the combine at all, he was the dude that had the full arm tattoos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he was number one in the combine. Yeah. Yeah. You keep selling yeah. me on this guy more and more. Yeah. So. We'll get get ready for this. In 2021, he Is threw this when he won the uh, D2 Heisman. Yes. Yes. He threw for 5,000 yards, 53 touchdowns, and 13 picks. Those are some elite <laughs> numbers. Yeah, I don't care what level you're playing at. Those are elite. with that size too. It's six three. What did you yeah. say? Six three two ten two thirteen. I didn't put in his combine numbers because yeah, it's I fucking quarterbacks. So anyway, in I don't. I think he's more of a statue kind of guy. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think he's a runner. Yeah, uh, in twenty two, nearly forty six hundred passing yards, forty one touchdowns, eight picks. Guy lit it up. I'm just gonna say it right now. This screams Bill Belichick pick. Oh yeah, one thousand percent, a million oh, yeah. percent. Bill just it does Bill's not up hurt there that with he's the white. Glasses, white guy who, like, <laughs> from a small school yeah. that's gonna help my team. <laughs> yeah, and in 20 years we're gonna be looking back and be like Tyson Bajent from Shepherd. What, what the Patriots? Another guy. Uh, let it be known this pod, this pod was we on found him. Tyson Bajent. <laughs> we had first. him. <laughs> we had him. And the Colorado School of Mines. Yes. <laughs> when they move up to D1 <laughs> and they start competing, we were there first. Uh, so anyway, back to his game instead of just his stats. Uh, he's good at extending the plays, kind of like what uh, DJ likes to do. He's, But I think he was more of a Philip Rivers, Roethlisberger, Eli kind of extend the plays where he can manipulate the pocket very well. It's yeah. a huge attribute. So, yeah. yeah. So he can throw from like any arm angle. Yeah, which but don't is, expect him to be Russell Wilson or Mahomes yeah, out there. As in running around for a total of 30 yards before mm-hmm. he even throws the pass. I don't know. Brian just said he could throw from any army. Well, no, I'm I expecting mean, those I Mahomes <laughs> underhand. Yeah, I just mean avoiding yeah. guys. Well, yeah. this is the next Mahomes. We found him. Yes. <laughs> Heard him uh, first. We all, we all saw at the combine. His arm is he had a, a great arm. It's a cannon. And I tried to find film on him, and it's very hard. <laughs> I don't know if Shepard had a lot of I think, cameras there. I think there was one three-minute video on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, we're going to have to uh, get Greg to call up his old college coach <laughs> yeah. and get we some tape on this guy. I, I, I need this tape. So <laughs> his cons, he's a little inconsistent. That's what I read. It's don't, what you expect don't, out of a D2 Don't yell at me because, but I mean, given those numbers. Yeah, but that could be. I mean, I looked. His stats against the Colorado School of Mines were like, 185 yards, a touchdown, and three picks. Mm-hmm. But the game before that, he had like 500 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. And he needs to improve his reads. But that's like any quarterback yeah. going into the NFL, especially coming from Division Two, Except it's Stetson a, Bennett, because he's been playing quarterback for like 30 years. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, he's got to improve his reads and just read the defenses better. But it's a good like backup project yeah. type hey, of QB. He's going to sit on your practice squad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just try to develop him. Could be like a Brock Purdy type. 
Yeah, just, I mean, could be, could be. I mean, we're talking. Brock Purdy was an incredible winning quarterback I'm, at a, I'm Iowa talk, State. I'm talking just like, play style. Come on now, <laughs> Brock Purdy was not going to play the Colorado Mining School, like yeah. <laughs> School of Mines. School, excuse me, School Get it right. of Mines. Get it right. <laughs> I think it's funny that it's not the School of Mining because that would make a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Like you want to go, like you know, that's where you send the mining engineers and everything. School, School of Mining. No, School of Mines. Yeah, like you're learning about mines. All of them. It's great. I love it. All types of mines. Yes. My guy, uh, back to football, and not the Colorado School of Mines football, uh, Nick Saldiveri. So let's bring an Italian guy home. Hey. Nicholas Saldiveri. Hey. He's a guard from Old Dominion. So a little small school, but still D1. Mm-hmm. He's a big dude. 6'6", 320. Mm. Nice. Um, they're saying he has the ability to step outside, maybe move to center. So okay. he could play all five positions yeah. on the line. He's a three-year starter at Old Dominion. Okay, and I mean that you can't discount that even at Old Dominion. Yeah, uh, he's naturally athletic. He's a zone blocker and projects as more of a pulling guard in the NFL. So okay. he still needs to learn man schemes more. Yeah, he's a very high football IQ guy. I mean, Old Dominion. Great well, that's school. that's what the Giants like: smart, tough, and yeah. dependable. Yeah, he's agile. He's got choppy feet, and he stays square to his uh, rusher for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he has slow hands. Mm. So he's not going like to that. get the hands yeah. up. Yeah. And he gets outside of guys too instead of in. So like just be, hugging them. Yeah. It's going to get flagged real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So he needs a lot of technical work. Um, he's not the strongest in the core, probably because he's so tall. Yeah. So he would need to do a lot of strength training there. But seventh round, you're not expecting him to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just not much of a punch and separation guy in pass protection. Yeah. But. Seventh round, you're taking a guy maybe to be your last lineman on the roster. Mm-hmm. And we keep, we, we're stressing this because we don't want anyone to think that we're saying take this guy and expect him to start. Yeah, all these guys could be out of the league in a year and a half. Yeah, yes, but very much so. We're looking for project players. Projects. So, diamonds in the mind, if you will. Ah, yes. hey. <laughs> do we have any guys that we'd like to mention that we didn't do a lot of scouting on? What I think, John, you have some Rutgers guys, right? I just, there's a lot of guys. I could go on and on, but I'm not going to bore people with. Like give we said, guys. Who, give, give but there's one guy who I do feel I need to mention from Rockers, especially, and that's Adam Corsack. Yes, he, they, the everyone called oh, the yes. guy from San Diego State who had the rape allegations the punt god. No, Adam Corsack is the Australian punt god. I think he is going to come into this league. He's non-traditional with his punting style. Mm-hmm. He does that rugby style because Greg Schiano saw that potential that he can make the league. He even and will use gave, you a lot because he, the team sucks. He <laughs> gave he gave Corsac that ability this year to punt more traditionally, yep. uh, just to try to improve his draft stock. But I mean, Ray Guy Award Award winner. He went on this ridiculous run where he was pinning teams inside the five yep. yard line without having a touchback over a span of a year. Yeah. Uh, incredible guy on the run, and I think his style might even revolutionize punting in it the NFL. Be. You know who I can see taking him. The Jets, because of the rumors about them trying to trade Braden Mann, so they could. I could see a, it again. Another local guy. Yeah, it'd be easy. I mean, even on, if he doesn't get drafted, mm-hmm. sign with the Jets. You don't even have to. Well, he'll have to move because he yeah. can't live at school anymore. But he's he's already living off campus, golfing every day at Rutgers Golf Course. He's living the dream. So <laughs> he's like a seventh is year it, senior. Is so. he go, isn't a uh, Corsac going to the XFL? He was, I think. Tegan or scouted so like he, obviously your NFL yeah. prospects are going to trump that but like yeah. every team in the XFL immediately wanted to sign him so yeah because yeah. I think he went to the combine too he's, he's going to some NFL team will bring him in he's yeah. going even if he's not drafted 
which I think he does get taken by somebody in the seventh round, even if he's not drafted, he's going to get a look by numerous teams. Yeah. So a couple guys I was going to look at decided not to. Um, Alex Forsyth, center from mm-hmm. Oregon. He looked solid. I didn't, again, I don't know too much about him, but just some names to keep an eye on, yeah. keeping your the back of your brain for the draft. Uh, Rashad Torrance, another Torrance oh. uh, from Florida. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. related, but it's odd that two Torrances with the same spelling come out of Florida. <laughs> He's a safety. Okay. Oh, um, again. Anthony Bradford, guard from LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at Tyson Bagent, but you had him, so I was going to leave it alone. Yeah, it's mine. And then I was going to look at Malik Cunningham. Oh, yeah, so he looked bad. I'd like him in the sixth <laughs> or later. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, it is what yeah. it is. Those are just yeah. some guys to keep an eye on. I know the Giants, are, I think they're going to take a quarterback late. I think so, too. I think they're going to have gonna somebody. They're going to do the RG3 Cousins method where you have the starter, yeah. but you also have the young backup to go with it. Yeah. And, I mean, Tyrod's still going to be the real yeah, backup. Yeah, the, whoever they take will be the third guy. Yeah. He yeah. probably won't dress yeah. at all. No. Um, so I will mention Zach Koontz because I did scribble him off, but he's an interesting prospect here. A lot of good tight ends in this draft. Yeah, he went to Old Dominion. He was yep. a former five-star recruit and originally went to Penn State. Um, in 2021, his breakout year. Bre- breakout year, Jesus Christ. Uh, 73 catches for 692 and five touchdowns. Um, but he got hurt last year in the second game. He's 6'7", 255. Uh, he looked good at the combine. Yeah, 4'5", 40-inch vertical, 10-8 uh, broad, and his shuttle and his three-cone were fast. Dude's fucking athletic. Super athletic. He yeah. lines up everywhere. Uh, great hands to go up and get the get the ball, but the thing that is in question is I think it's his knee that he hurt. I believe you're right. Yeah, so that's that's the big question mark, like how how much is that going to affect this game? Yeah, Because he ran very good routes before then. Yep. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. And I would have loved him on this team, but now I, don't, re- need him. I don't want him to just to sit there as a third no. run. Even uh, if Waller's only on the team end. for two more years, it's not worth it. Yeah. Because Larry Cager has that third yeah, third job locked up. I was I was going to look at a tight end too, but because of lack of need and the fact that I think this guy boosted his stock with the combine up to maybe a late third, fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. I was going to look at Will Mallory. Yeah, the yes. guy yeah. From Miami. I think he was going to be a fifth round pick before this mm-hmm. and boost his stock. So that's a guy to look at. Um, Brenton Strange is a tight end I really like out of Penn State as we well already, yeah, as we an athlete. About him last yep. week it was yep. we like him. Yeah, but. I, I'm surprised you didn't put him in your. Uh, we don't need him anymore. Oh, that's I, true. I was really that's going for true. needs. I know. I so know. It's good to not need a tight end. Yeah. And even can, though you know, there's you can scratch off but tight ends. You can scratch off Laporta. <sighs> I know. I don't think we're really <laughs> going to take him anyway. <laughs> Laporta but, um, looks so good, John. Yeah. Oh so my God. That's an episode. Yeah. I believe. Uh, yeah. It was good, John. We appreciated having you. Yes. I appreciated the opportunity. We had a good night tonight. Yeah. Fun I times. think we're definitely going to get a fourth mic. Have you on here and then? Yeah. Our regular would, season, we'll some Eagles Giants banter yeah. at least twice this year. Yeah, oh, we yeah. play each other twice. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's an episode. I'm Ian with Brian and John, and uh, take it easy, guys. Take it easy. Good night. Well, I'm running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Four that wanna own me, two that wanna store me, one says she's a friend of mine. 
Take it easy. 